There's a word from the Lord this morning as we continue this year-long series, which is our theme for the year 2021. The theme and the series is entitled Restore, Support, and Strengthen. That scripture, that theme scripture for uh, the year is found in 1 Peter 5 and 10. This morning we invite you to join us from the book of Isaiah, chapter 40, verses 28 to verse 31. Last week we were in Isaiah 41 and verse 10. This is the same context, different text, same context uh, as it relates to historical background. And so we find ourselves in the 40th chapter, beginning at the 28th verse, reading from the New King James Version this morning. Very powerful passage of scripture, iconic verse that if you have been in church any length of time, or if you've uh, loved preaching, then I'm sure you've heard many messages preached from this text. Uh, it is one of my favorite uh, references to preach from. Verse 28, Isaiah chapter 40. Prophet Isaiah asks this powerful rhetorical question to the people of Israel. He says, and I'll quote, Have you not known, have you not heard that the everlasting God the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. Verse 29, he gives power to the weak and to those who have no might. He increases their strength. Even young people, even the text says the youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall. But here's where the subject for today's message is taken. Verse 31, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Thank you, Lord. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. We ask God's blessings on the reading and the hearing of his word. For the next few moments, I want to speak to you from the subject renewed strength. Two words, renewed strength. On last week, we spoke to you from Isaiah 41 and verse 10. The subject of last week's message was simply he's holding us up. And now, this week, the Lord says it is imperative, it is important for us to know 
that while he's holding us up, he's also renewing our strength. Renewed strength. Listen, it is said, and I agree with this wholeheartedly, that during life's most difficult times, perhaps this is your testimony, there's nothing more debilitating to the human spirit than the loss of one's desire to persevere. The desire to fight, the desire to stand, the desire to keep going. Nothing more dis disabling of who we are than to have the enemy convince us that it is not worth fighting for or standing up or going forward no matter what the circumstances may be. That is why it is important for us that we understand the significance of what we are calling this morning internal strength, particularly in times of crisis. Rather, the crisis be big or small. It is important for us to understand that we need internal strength. Oftentimes, people seems to overlook the little things you go through, the little, quote, crisis that we may experience. We don't seem to have a problem uh, uh, asking for strength during these major points in our lives in which we wonder if we could make it. But I submit to you today that those small crises in your life are the ones that really determine who you are and how you come out of life situations. There is an interesting and wonderful quote attributed to Mother Teresa that I want to share with you this morning. And she says, and Mother Teresa, matriarchal figure uh, in Christian all over the world, she said something, and I agree. She said, be faithful in small things because it is in them, those small things, that your strength lies. Your faithfulness in small things develops your strength. It is where your strength lies. I am convinced that if we can't come through the small crisis, it would be very difficult to survive what we've called major crises in our life. People live their lives by patterns. In other words, if, if you're known for giving up on little things, you will give up on big things. That's why parents urge their children to hang in there, don't quit, uh, persevere, because they know that if you ever develop a quitter's mentality, if, you, if you've most of your life given up the struggle when things got a little tough, then you will readily walk away 
when they really get tough. So Mother Teresa says, and I agree, that it is in those little crises, struggles, that we overcome that our strength is made even stronger. Many people equate strength with physicality. People oftentimes look at someone and assume they're strong. They equate strength with the wrong things in life. There's another quote attributed to Mahatma Gandhi, great spiritual leader, that says this, strength does not come from physical capacity. It really comes, Gandhi says, from an indomitable will. In other words, it is the will you have to survive. Show me a person with a strong willpower, I will show you an eventually successful person. Show me a person who cannot control their will, weak willpower, succumb to everything, can't give up anything. I will show you eventually a person who is somewhere in life find themselves very disappointed. Why? Because they've not demonstrated the will, the indomitable will, Mahatma Gandhi says, uh, to really overcome. Our prayer ought to be, Lord, give me the strength. Give me the internal fortitude to be able to withstand any storm in our life. What I've realized in my own personal life is that for a great part of my life, my prayers have been misguided. I've, I've prayed for external things. I've prayed for God to change external situations. Not realizing what the prayer should have been all along is, Lord, give me the internal strength to endure even if the external things never change. Because see, if our whole success is based on what happens externally, then we will not make it. What helps us survive are the external chaos all around us is the internal strength. Can I preach to someone? And if I had to start life all over again, much of my advice to young people, my sons included and other young people, is work on you. Work on your ability to smile when you feel like yelling. Work on the ability to keep your mouth shut when you know you have a right to speak out and speak back. Why? Because that makes you stronger. That builds up your internal strength. That when things come your way, you will be able to withstand. I saw my father on many occasions in which I thought were chaotic. How are we going to make it? I saw him with an, with an external strength that led people through, through recessions and through heartaches and hard times. And I wonder how was he able to do it? And here's what I realized. It wasn't that he was not nervous. It wasn't that he was not afraid. It was that God gave him the internal strength uh, to demonstrate confidence in God. And so we must realize that because here's the truth. The truth is 
Many of us recently have truly struggled, listen to this, to remain strong during these most difficult days that we've experienced. Truth of the matter is, it has been so hard on all of us. We get bad news every day. It seems like every day I get a call about someone I know personally who's contracted the virus, died from the virus. It is hard. Listen, I talked to one of my best friends, former business partner, he was sharing with me the other day. I remember just, it was about a month or so ago, we had a homegoing service here for a mother and her daughter. Both of them died of COVID. The young daughter was a school teacher. The mother was a healthcare professional. It was one of the saddest things I've ever experienced, having two coffins right at the altar bearing both of them until my friend called me last week. And he says, Daryl, guess what? Now the mother's mother has died of COVID. And I said, Lord, have mercy. So the grandmother died, the mother died, and the daughter died. All within a matter of months of COVID-19. How can you survive it? And the Lord says, you can't on your own. But you need an internal strength that'll help you get out of the bed when you feel like putting the covers over your head and say, Lord, this is too much. All of us have gone through our personal crisis. But here's what God told me. I believe this. I believe from the depths of my heart that we are about to experience a new season. I believe that. Call me crazy. Call me fanatical. Say what you will or may. But I sense in my spirit that God is about to do a new thing in a new season. God said to me last week as I was praying, God says, Daryl, get ready for a season of renewed strength. He said, I am about to renew your strength and the strength of many others that they can accomplish what they never thought they would ever be able to go through. But God reminded me about seasons. He reminded me, Pastor Mac, about seasons. And here's what God had to remind me. He said, you remember when winter transitioned to spring? He says, the first few days or weeks of spring, although the calendar said spring, it felt like winter. But guess what? It was still a new season. And God says there may be times in which you feel like you're still in the season of hurt and the season of pain. But I am transitioning you from the old season to the new season. Just watch and wait and see what the Lord will do. And I say, Lord, I receive that. I receive that for me, for others. To everyone that's listening under the sound of my voice, you've got to declare it even before you see it. See, March 20th brings in spring, whether it's cold, warm, or hot. It's still spring. But here's what you do know. Here's what gives us comfort. 
although there have been times. In fact, my wife and I did something last night. Uh, thank God for artificial intelligence. Uh, I, I, I asked Siri or one of those that are in my house that I get information from, tell me what was the last snowfall in Columbia, South Carolina. And they answer, it was Alexa with Amazon, says, the last snowfall in Columbia, South Carolina was March 17, uh, 2017. And I said, three days before spring, we had snow. But did that stop spring from coming? Eventually, the snow melted. Eventually, the temperature changed. Eventually, the flowers bloomed and I said, Lord, I got it. I got it. I know what you're saying to me and you're telling me to tell people this morning that even if it still looked like winter, God said there's a new season coming your way. A season of renewed strength. Season of prosperity. Somebody ought to just put a quick praise right now. Just, just lift your hands and wherever you are, you ought to be able to give God a praise for a new season of renewed strength. Listen, as we approach the text, as we turn to the text, let us examine what this text says to us concerning the Lord's desire for a new season of renewed strength for those who are his people. In our text, same context as of last week, the Lord speaks to the people of Israel by the way of the prophet Isaiah. Remember, he is foretelling them or prophesying to them of a most difficult time in their lives that is to come. Their land would eventually be invaded by the Babylonians. Many of their brightest, most talented, anointed young people shall be carried away to Babylon to live for the next 70 years in captivity in a strange land. Perhaps there is no better depiction of their mentality than Psalms 137. Psalms 137, the author writes, and I quote, there by the rivers of Babylon, uh, we hung our harps on the willow tree. It talked about there we wept by the rivers of Babylon. Text goes on to say this, and those who carried us away in captivity, praise team, they required of us to sing them one of the joyous songs of Zion. Why? The Babylonians knew that these were praisers. The Babylonians knew that these were worshipers and they were known all over the world. And their answer to the Babylonians were, we said to them, how can we ever sing the Lord's song in a strange land? In other words, because their location had changed, their disposition change. Their praise change. They could not muster the strength to give God their highest praise on their worst days. Uh, and God says, I, I need to talk to you. I need to tell you that times like this will come. So God 
sends this prophetic a word through Isaiah. And he says to them, be prepared because things are going to get rough. Verse 4 of Isaiah chapter 40 says this, every valley shall be exalted and every mountain and hill shall be brought low. In other words, just hang in there. God's going to transform things. God's going to change the season. The crooked places shall be made straight and the rough places shall be made smooth. In other words, God says if you can just hang in there, things are going to change. I, I, I am going to give you the strength to go through this so that you can experience the other side of this. The other side of this, God's got a blessing for you. Isaiah goes on in verse 28 of the text. Verse 28, he then uh, has this rhetorical dialogue with the people of God. God began to ask them this question. He began to say to them through the prophet Isaiah, have you not known? <laughs> Listen, have you not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, Look at what he says. He said, neither faints nor is he weary. Woo! I've got news for you. The God I serve doesn't give up or give out. That's a sermon all by itself. That God doesn't give up or God doesn't give out. Look at what he said. Neither faints, which is to pass out, or get weary, which is to give up. God neither faint or is he weary. His understanding is unsearchable. We serve a God that is so awesome. Then Isaiah goes on to write these words of the Lord, our God, to people that would be going through so much. He writes in verse 29, and I quote, he gives power to the weak and to those who have no might. Here's what he would do. He increases their strength. Ah, but then we get to verse 31. <laughs> verse 31 is such a powerful verse. Uh, God says in verse 31, uh, this verse will bless you and it has blessed believers and faith walkers over generations and generations and will to generations to come. Antoine, this verse will bless your kids and one day your children's children. Because look at what the Lord says in verse 31. He writes this powerful prophetic word. He said, but those who wait on the Lord. I'm going somewhere. But those who wait on the Lord uh, shall not make possibility, but shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. I said, Lord, I thank you for the verse. Thank you for the verse. And God says, Darrow, there are three 
key insights in this one verse I need you to share with this virtual audience. Because there's somebody in Los Angeles and someone in New York and someone in Italy and someone in London and someone all over the world and someone just on 48 in Columbia, South Carolina. Somebody needs to hear this word. Three things. Number one is this. God says we must learn how to wait on the Lord. The whole text is based around the premise that when we wait, then we are blessed. The key is we have to learn how to wait. Now, waiting is just not being still and staying put. Because some of us stay put because we have no other options. Everything is closed. You can't call friends, can't go to restaurants, can't go to the movies, can't even go to revivals, can't have concerts anymore. And so you're stuck in the house. That doesn't mean that you have the spirit of waiting. Waiting is different than being stuck. I told the Lord, I may be put, but I'm still waiting. Waiting is a mindset. Waiting is in your mind that although my situation may not be to my desire, I still trust in the fact that God is working things out. Anybody know that God is working it out despite the situation? Somebody ought to take a moment right now and tell God, I trust you, I trust you, I trust you. Uh, but those that wait on the Lord. None of the other part of the verse applies to you if you don't wait. If you don't wait, you'll never renew your strength. If you are not willing to wait, you'll never mount up with wings as the eagles. If you don't wait, you will always be a disaster. If you are impatient, if you are irrational, if you are emotional, if you don't have the fortitude and the indomitable will to wait on the Lord, then no wonder the devil is all up in your house. You've got to have patience and say, oh, though he slay me, yet will I wait on the Lord. Though things not going the way I desire, I believe the God I serve is a turnaround God. Anybody know God can turn your situation around? Somebody give God your best praise for when you wait on the Lord, God will change your situation. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Somebody say, yes, he will. Yes, he will. So the next time, next time somebody asks you, say, what are you doing? How are you dealing with it? I'm just waiting on the Lord. And say it with a smile. Say it with confidence. Saying that you know that God will do what God said. God, I feel like preaching, but I got to get through this. I feel a breakthrough praise for somebody who said, Lord, I've been waiting a long time. And God said, don't get tired yet. Anybody know I'm waiting on the Lord? Lord, I trust that you can make a way out of nowhere. Y'all excuse me. I feel the Lord, I'm waiting praise. I, I thank you, Lord. I waited last month. I waited last year. I waited last week. I wait as long as it takes. Whoa. 
wait, 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 wait. Listen, second key observation is this. Can I preach? May I preach? Uh, do I have time to preach? Woo. Listen, second key observation is this. Young people, thank you. I like the preacher. Y'all get, y'all get behind preachers. Thank you. Uh, second key observation is this. Is that when we faithfully wait on the Lord, woo, he will renew our strength. Now let me, let me take this the opposite. I had an ex-professor, Matt, at CIU, that used to say there's something called reverse hermeneutics. Hermeneutics is the explanation and uh, of scripture and put it together. But reverse is that if you don't do the opposite, then the reverse happens. So help me understand this. Let me use my simplistic mind. If I wait on the Lord, I will renew my strength. So if I don't wait on God, I won't have no strength. And so you wonder why you wait. Why did Samson get conquered? Not because he lost his hair, it's because he lost his faith. If you got the faith in God to believe no matter what I'm going through, God will make a way out of no way. You got 30 seconds to give God your best. I'm waiting on you, praise. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Hold on. A little while longer. Everything is going to be all right. Woo. Here's the third key insight. Now this one blessed me, and I must confess, I preached this to myself again between the 8 and 11 o'clock. And this third insight, whoo, when our strength is renewed, whoo, now help me, I'm going to help you understand this, hermeneutics, putting things together, exegeting scripture, excuse the theology, but join the line where the connections are. Weight, new strength. New strength, soar like an eagle. Soar like an eagle because you got new strength. You got new strength because you waited on the Lord. Listen to what he says. We will be able to soar like an eagle above every problem that threatens our peace. We shall walk uh, and not faint. Uh, we will not get weary when we walk and we will not faint when we run. In other words, God says, I'm going to give you the stamina to wait like you've never waited. And what happens when you wait like an eagle? Go with me for one moment. This is when God blessed me in between service. This is an eagle, full-size eagle. I'm going somewhere. Can I preach this? 
an eagle's wingspans are between six to nine feet wide. And because an eagle has a massive wingspan, when problems are below, an eagle can fly above. Woo! Unlike a sparrow or a robin or a crow or a buzzard that got to find somewhere to hide, an eagle in the midst of a storm say, I ain't moving, I ain't going nowhere. I'm just flying above this and I'll wait the storm out. Who am I preaching to? Six to nine feet wide. But here's the catch. Eagles' lifespans are 20 years old. In other words, an eagle doesn't start out with wings like that. DJ, show us what a baby eagle look like. I want to help you. <laughs> Good God Almighty. Now, this is a baby eagle. They don't have wingspans. They can't fly above the problem. They've got to wait until the wings grow. Who am I preaching to? Somebody. God says you will get there, but you won't get there overnight. You won't get there in one week. Put, put. Y'all see the difference? That doesn't start like that. You aren't born with 10 feet wingspan. You've got to get there. How do you get there? Wait on the Lord. Endure a pandemic. Endure a job loss. Endure a bad relationship. Endure a family falling apart. Endure people talking about you like a dog. Endure your light bill due and your gas bill too. Endure getting your car repossessed. You've got to endure some things. And once you grow in your faith and wait on the Lord, you shall mount up like an eagle. Show me the eagle. Show me the eagle. Put it. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Tell somebody, get ready. Your wings are growing. Your wings are growing. You are going to be able one day to fly above everything. always been able to do this but I've got larger wings now look at God look at God somebody give God your best praise stretch your wings stretch out stretch out on somebody where are my eagles where are my 
devil is a liar. Listen, the next time trouble knocks on your door with your family, just Mac, the old church used to have a song when trouble comes, storm begin to rise. I don't know that. I need Sally there. Anybody ever had to stretch out? Touch somebody and say, stretch out. Stretch out. Stretch out. Come on, brothers. Give us some praise music. When trouble comes, storm begin to rise. Hold on and learn to. Stretch out! I've learned to. Y'all excuse me. Y'all are some bad boys. Come on. Stretch out. Stretch out! Stretch! You gotta fly above it! You gotta fly above it! You gotta! Woo! Come on! There's some eagles in the house! There's some eagles in your house! is an eagle my mother is an eagle Antoine your grandmama is an eagle DJ your grandmama is an Get that picture with the two eagles side by side. I've got some final words. Look at that. Now somebody just point your hands. Say, it's worth the wait. <laughs> Woo! Look what happens when you wait. You grow. You become stronger. Your wings are empowered to fly above everything but it doesn't happen overnight listen my sons are not where I am I was not where I am now 20 years ago 
When my dad was pastoring, I was not who I am now. Young people, they're not everything that you may desire because they're still eagles on the development. But we've got to wait on them <laughs> because eventually the baby becomes a full grown fly above every problem eagle. I would like to thank now Mac and my sister Thea and my brother Rod and Andrina that we are now full grown eagles. My dad used to say all my chicks can now swim. In other words, we can all now fly, but we haven't always been able to fly above. There was some time I needed my daddy and mama to hold me up just so I would not fall. But look now, I can look the devil in the eye and say the devil is a liar. Whatever comes my way. Woo. Come on. Y'all got five minutes to give God your best. Fly like an eagle. Fly like an eagle. Lift those hands. Wait until we get our digital video board. We're gonna show you eagles flying for real. <laughs> you can just fly like an eagle. God will renew your strength. And I don't care what you're going through. God is our strength. Pastor William Murphy sung this song, wrote this song. You are my strength. Uh, Juanita Bynum sung a song, I don't mind waiting. When God is your strength, you don't mind waiting. In the fullness of your grace, in the power of your name. And here's the part I like, you lift me up. Ah, why? Because my strength has been renewed. Amen. Some of you may be baby eagles now. But don't give up. Don't give up. Listen, I, I didn't give up on my sons when they were doing things that broke my heart. Because I knew that they were baby eagles. And one day, like their daddy, their wings would grow. Don't give up on family. Don't give up on anybody you love. Their wings are growing. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Ah. Lord. Ah, That's for somebody this morning. Their wings are growing. One day things that tripped them up, they will be able to fly above. Come on, Brother Anthony. You are my strength. Strength like no other. Strength like no other. Come on, don't tune off. Stay with us. Stay with us. Yeah, yeah. You are my strength. Strength like no other. Strength like no other. Yeah, yeah. 
somebody say you are, you are. of the two eagles and the truth of the matter is it really wasn't two eagles it was one eagle in two separate developments of their lives eagles live 20 years wingspan can grow as large as 9 to 10 feet and I showed you that baby eagles picture just so you make no mistake about it they aren't born with 10 feet wingspans. They develop. The most important part of their development is time. Waiting. 
some of us are at that point in our lives and the enemy is trying to rush you, hurry you, push you, make you impatient. Just tell the enemy the devil is a liar. I'll get there, but I'll get there when the Lord wants me to get there. Anybody don't mind waiting? Sometimes you just got to wait on the Lord. And when you wait on the Lord, God will do for you what no one else can. Come on, somebody right now. We've got to wait because it's worth the wait. I ask the praise team to sing this song too. I love this real simple song that Juanita Biden wrote. And it doesn't say much. The words are real simple. It simply says, I just don't mind waiting. I don't mind waiting, waiting on the Lord. If you're going to get there, you will have to wait. God says, stay right there for me. Somebody got to lift those voices. Ah, yeah. I don't mind. Ah. Ah. Who is God speaking to this morning? Yeah. Surrender yourself to God. Surrender your will to God. You will get to the 10 feet wingspan if you are willing to wait. Higher, lift those hands, your voice. I, I don't, don't mind. Waiting. I don't mind waiting. Don't say it if you don't mean I it. Don't <laughs> this is your declaration to the Lord. God's challenging you. I don't mind. I don't mind, Lord. I don't mind. I don't mind Listen. The There's a number on the screen. If you are listening by way of radio, there's a number 803-776-1238. Or you can do prayer requests at bwcar.org. We get those requests. We pray over every last one of them. We return every call that is made. Thank God to our ministerial staff. I thank God so much for Elder Jeff Scott, the Jimmy Henry, Pastor Lawson, and all of those who worked so hard to be so accountable to those who call. We've got ministers out in the lobby right now. They come every service just to be there to pray with you. And they pray for you. And it doesn't matter where you are. <laughs> that is the good thing that has come out of this virtual experience. We've been able, here's what God said to me, Elder Jeff. God says, because of COVID, we've been able to connect the dots. 
<laughs> there used to be a dot over here and a dot over there and a dot over there. But COVID has brought us together that we can connect the dots. And we are now all in this together. And so someone from California can be not only our prayer partner, but can be our brother and sister in the Lord. And we can walk together by faith. And God says you will get there, but you have to wait. The great illustration about the eagle is that that baby eagle in the nest became that mother eagle that one day stirred their own nest. God's gonna bless you so you can spread your wings. And my prayer has been, Lord, I, I was there like that baby eagle. And so many people <laughs> encouraged me. Many of them are not even here now. Most of them are not even here now. They don't even know how they encouraged me. So many mothers with no former education. So many deacons and men. I was just talking to someone the other day. They took me under their wings, gave me summer jobs, poured into my life. Not that I was any help to them. What I found out as I grew older, I was probably more of a burden than a help. But they took me under their arms and they nurtured me and they helped me to be who I am now. And my prayer has been, Lord, let me pay it forward. And I pray that somebody somewhere is being nurtured. You've got to pay it forward too because we can't stay in the nest. Here's what happened. I read this as I was studying the eagle. They says, when does the eagle leave the nest? It is not when the nest gets too small. It's when the eagle gets too big. Because the nest is the same size, okay? But God grows the eagle <laughs> until the nest cannot contain it anymore. And God says, I'll do that to you. I I'll strengthen you. I will renew your strength. That you will no longer run from problems but fly above them. When things are not going well in your house, you won't just bury your head under the covers and give up. But you'll fly above it. When your children are, are, are not acting as you desire, you won't just throw the tower in and says, I write you off. No you'll fly above it and watch God bless you call that number on the screen right now let us pray Lord we thank you for this series for this message thank you for giving us a wonderful example in Isaiah 40 31 of an eagle thank you for reminding us that eagles are not born with nine ten feet wingspans they are developed over time. They are developed when we learn how to wait. Somebody right now, Lord, is going through a waiting period. Someone right now, Lord, you're giving them the strength that one day they will mount up, fly above all the problems. Ah, they will run and not be weary. They will walk and not faint. And we say thank you. 
thank you for restoring, supporting, and strengthening us in 2021. It is already done. Whew, the blessing is already there. This is our prayer. In your name we pray and give thanks. Come on, join in with the praise team. Oh, yeah. Come on, yeah. Uh, I don't Just before we sign off, I need you to stay with me for one moment. I want to personally thank you for your participation, your contributions in this vision offering. You have, you are, let me say, even exceeding what my expectations were because you're trusting God by faith. God said to us at the end of 2020, that the last five years was about faith to pay off the debt. The next years are going to be about embracing the vision for the future. Amen. Senior citizen retirement home, youth zone, digital video equipment that will enhance our virtual services, doing things to help those that are in need. God said that's what it's all about. I was on a conference call last week with the developers that we are negotiating with with our seniors. And I said to the 8 o'clock church, I was so overcome with joy when they flashed the rendering of what a senior complex could look like on Atlas Road right across from this worship center. He says, we want to show you one that's in Minnesota. They are an international company. And they showed us a picture. And I was on it by myself. DJ had not joined yet. I had not looped anybody in. And they says, and by the way, your senior retirement home would have a theater room where the seniors can go in their own movie theater. It would have an aerobics room. It, it, it would have their own hot tubs where they can go in. And I says, but God, only God can take and put something like that on Atlas Road, formerly known as Lover's Lane. And I said, I wish Dad was here to see this vision. And God spoke to me and says, don't you think he has already seen it? <laughs> and I said, thank you, Lord. And so when you sow a seed, when you give that $7 a week, amen, it is to support the vision. Listen, this is a commitment that we've made. Not one dime, not one dollar of this vision offering will go to operations. It will not pay one salary, it will not pay one light bill, will not pay one water bill. All of it, we have set aside every penny of it, will be used to do just what we said. Just like we promised you we would burn the mortgage and we did. There were doubters, but God did just what God promised us he would do. I'm so encouraged of your contributions. And there have been some who've given tremendous offerings. 
towards this. I said this morning, God challenged me to not only give for myself, but for each one of my three grands. God says, give $7 a week. So $28 a week times 52 weeks is what God said for me. And I'm sowing the seed for Kimmy, for Drew, for Kennedy. Because there may be a day when I'm dead and gone. And I want their names and I want them to be able to look back and says, my granddad not only saw the vision, but he supported the vision. And I know God would do it. I just told them, I says, I want y'all to hurry up and do this. Because I want my mother and I want other seniors to be able to go there if they desire. And be able to live among other believers right there and other people of faith in walking distance. Ten steps from the church. Only God can do that. Amen. Thank you for supporting the vision. Thank you for believing in our leadership. Thank you for even when the naysayers said all kind of negative things. You trust that God would do what God said he would do. And we ask you to keep praying. There's some hurdles we have to overcome to make this a reality. But I believe that God has already worked it out. There's some zoning issues that we are uh, now looking forward and appealing. That thank God for friends in high places that are working on our behalf right now. It's already been worked out. God said he would do it. I'm looking forward to the day when I can drive down Atlas Road and see state-of-the-art complexes and say, but God and only God, sow a seed, trust God, and watch God make a way. Thank you again for all that you've done. Thank you, young adult praise team. Come on, tell them I don't mind waiting. Anybody? Yeah, yeah. I don't mind. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with us now, tomorrow, and forevermore. It's in Jesus' name we pray and give thanks. Wherever you are, say amen. Renewed strength is worth the wait. Amen. Thank you so much. everyone for tuning in. If you desire prayer, please call 1-888-776-1238. There are many safe, secure, and easy ways to give to Bible Way Church of Atlas Road. Online giving is available to members and guests through my connections at bwcar.org. You can choose to give through your bank, checking, debit, or savings account, or via our mobile giving app by texting BWCAR along with your giving amount to 73256. You can mail your check to P.O. Box 90309, Columbia, South Carolina, 29290. Please do not mail cash. Financial donations will be accepted at the church on Tuesdays from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. 
If you feel as if this service was a blessing to you, please be sure to share it with your family and friends. For additional announcements and for more information, be sure to visit our website at bwcar.org.